Again, it's Cinemaholics, the major motion podcast, where we talk about the biggest and the best films coming to theaters and streaming online. From the San Francisco Bay Area, I'm John Negroni, the film editor for theyoungfolks.com. From Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, he's a news and entertainment writer at Collider. It's Will Ashen. Hello. I like how you said podcast. You really enunciated the word there. We also have a special guest. Um, sure. Somebody who's coming in last minute. I um, guess. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, I wanted to surprise you, Will. I didn't tell you okay. about this ahead of time. So... Uh, coming on to the show to help us talk about Pinocchio 2022, it is, of course, Mickey Mouse. Hey, Mickey. Okay. Huh. Hey, guys. Hey, Mickey. Are you okay, Mickey? You you look a little stressed out. Oh, oh, I don't know. I've been having a rough day. Oh, boy. Why is that, Mickey Mouse? Huh. A lot of people haven't been liking this movie that I came out with. It's cool. Well, I mean, you didn't, Pinocchio. You didn't make it. Personally. I directed it. Oh, no. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, Mickey, that's not right. Robert Zemeckis, yeah. the director of Back yeah. to the Future. And you're shut up. Whoa. Wow. Vicky, that's, that's a little it's harsh. intense, man. Like, I'm sorry. You didn't show up to set any of the days of the week. It oh, was man. really me and Tom Hanks oh, trying okay. to make this thing work. Well, you know, that would have been a fun day on set, I think. It wasn't. It oh. was terrible. Tom got what? COVID again. Oh. oh, boy. Oh, no. That that doesn't sound fun, I have to admit. I, I had to mince my words there. Jiminy Cricket. What about him, Mick? Oh, well, I hate to say this, but he's addicted to meth. Oh, oh boy! My, oh my gosh! Oh Thank you. I'm boy. so sorry to hear that. That must have been awful for you, like a, a toxic work environment. Oh, yeah, it was. John, what do you have to say about all this? What do I have to say? Yeah, what do you have to say about this? I ha- I'm kind I, of I think, speechless right now. I think I think Mickey Mouse. <laughs> uh, you know, we were hoping to have a fun, lighthearted conversation, but it sounds like you needed to, you needed to take a little time for yourself. Maybe maybe you should. You know, leave. I okay think you with you, Will? Yeah, I think you should leave. Sorry, guys. I, I don't think I'm ready. That's okay. You know, you can be a guest on, uh, we'll say Blonde. Let's bring Mickey Mouse on for our Blonde oh, episode. Oh, boy, I'd love to talk about Blonde. <laughs> that would be All so right, yeah, fun. Let's, all right, yeah, that, that's, that's going to be a fun episode, I think. So. Uh-huh. All right, well, we'll talk to you then. Yeah, see you, Mick. I, it was nice talking to you for a minute, at least. All right. See you, guys. Wow, that was, that was pretty weird, dude. Yeah, I gotta say, I mean, it sounds like this movie's more messed up than than I thought it was. Well, I guess we should watch the movie for ourselves and then have a review conversation of it. Okay. Starting now. Oh, all right, Will, I guess it's time to talk about Pinocchio 2022. Pinocchio, no. Pinocchio, pin, no, the, no is already <laughs> in the name, Will. Pinocchio. It's not Pinocchio. It doesn't. It doesn't have the same emphasis as Pinocchio. Pinocchio, no. Okay. Um. So, do we want to talk about like to set this up? Do we want to talk about Pinocchio movies that have happened, Disney live action sure. remakes? Where do we even start with this? Well, I mean, what's going on with Pinocchio right now? Like, Something's there are like the five end. Pinocchio movies that have come out in the last like sixteen months. Should we go through them? I guess. I mean, I can. I can list the ones that I know, and okay. I'm sure there's some other ones that I can't remember. But you know, there's that uh, the recent Italian live action Pinocchio that got nominated for an Oscar, I believe, last year. Mm-hmm. Roberto Benigni played Geppetto. You surprisingly liked it quite a good bit. film. Yeah, I like that movie. Yeah, exceeded my expectations because I've 
been pretty firm. I've said it, I think, even on our extra milestone review of the original animated Pinocchio that I thought a live action Pinocchio would never, ever work. I just thought there's no way you can do it unless you do something like AI where it's like Pinocchio, but not really, but it is Pinocchio. Mm-hmm. So, ordeal if you're doing like a straight Pinocchio, I thought it could never work in live action. That Italian movie proved me wrong. So, that's why I came to this movie a little bit more. Uh, open, hoping for the best, but we can discuss that in a bit. There was also uh, that uh, CG animated Pinocchio movie with uh, Polly Shore and Tom Kenny that's right. that came out. Yeah. became a big meme film. I don't know anyone that's actually seen the film, but the memes and the TikToks were all over the place. They were flowing. I, yeah. I mean, I, I would like to see that movie at some point, just for the, the notoriety it gained. John Heater mm-hmm. was also in it for some reason. Uh, or Header, how you pronounce his name? Napoleon Dynamite himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think John Heater is. That, yeah, something. Yeah, like I think that. It, it, maybe I think I had it right before. And then there's the Guillermo del Toro stop motion animated Pinocchio movie that's coming out uh, sometime. I think in December. Is this supposed to be hitting, Well, I think it's in the film festival circuits, right? Isn't it supposed to go to New York yeah. Film Festival or something? Yeah, and you know, I I had I don't know any of the scuttlebutt. I don't know the expectation, the hype, and I, I think I saw like a quick still. Which, you know, I could get from that what I could get from that. But, yeah, to your point, like, did we mention Pinocchio 3000? No, is that the one where he's, like, in space? I think I remember hearing about mm-hmm. this one. Yeah. yeah. What's up with that one? I don't know. What is I, up I with that? Like, let's talk about that movie instead. <laughs> I mean, the one with, like, the, the weirdly very, like, creepy animation, right? Yeah. There have been a lot of Pinocchio movies, you know? It, it, there's something kind of timeless, right, about the Pinocchio story. You know, it's got it's got parenthood in it. It's got adventures. It can be episodic in its storytelling. You know, lots of lots of kids can see themselves in Pinocchio. Sure. But uh, the Disney one is the most culturally pervasive one. Is that fair to say? Yes, it is. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's considered one of the all time great animated films. It was the second Disney film, the second animated film to go to theaters. I think I don't think there was anything between Snow White and Pinocchio, I think is the correct thing to say there. I mean, and that's that's a classic movie. We talked about it on this podcast, the 1941 film, or was it 1940? We talked about it uh, two years ago for Extra Milestone, and what a great conversation that was, um, because I know I think for you, right, like, we, we hadn't really wa- re-watched the movie in so long. Yeah, I mean, I I was pleasantly surprised uh, re-watching that film, how much it held up. Obviously, there's some stuff in it that, you know, is of its time mm-hmm. in terms of depictions of race and yeah. uh, you know i mean that's that's stuff you know it, it, it's unfortunately stuff you kind of have to expect with some uh older disney films not to uh excuse it or to say that it's justified it's certainly not the case but i mean yeah looking at the film itself it remains a pretty t- a pretty timeless film by and large yeah. and i mean that's what made the idea of making a remake all the more sort of baffling They've, they've held back, you know, on the live-action remake of this one. I mean, they made a Maleficent sequel before they made a Pinocchio live-action. Um, and and I, I do wonder why you think that is. you think it's the technology? Do you think it's just sort of like, well, how, how do we bring Pinocchio back? You know, it's been attempted by other studios. It's in the public domain. It's, it's a story yep. that I do think, like, you know, they, were, they avoided doing, like, a direct-to-DVD sequel like they did with some of the other Disney sure, films, well- like Little Mermaid and all that. Well, I mean, what's the sequel going to be? He's a real boy. And it's like, right. who, who cares? He's a boy. They, they did. They talked about doing like they were actually working on a sequel. 
Oh yeah, Tom. Yeah, do really? not underestimate. No. Disney tune. But um Pinocchio. <laughs> and here we go. are now, you know, Robert Zemeckis, one of the, you know, one of the most fondly remembered directors of the 80s and 90s, uh coming coming to Disney Plus. I mean, it, it's weird, right? They put this on Disney Plus and I got to ask you first cuz like we we're going to mm-hmm. we're going to talk about what we think of the movie and everything, but like do you think that was the yeah. right move? Like do you think like just kind of dumping this on a streaming service like my thinking is that this would have made money no matter what critics say no matter what you and i say today this would have made a good bit of money not in you know september but like well this is this feels like a spring disney flick to me doesn't it you say that but i feel like if it did come out now when there's like nothing major in theaters as far as new releases are concerned it probably would have done better now than would have if they released in the summer or late spring i think spring because, would be better but though because it's back to school i mean people aren't going to movies right now except for adults well i mean if, I, I guess what i mean is like in august there was also just like nothing and like for yeah that's true like like you know like early august there wasn't like a big major family film after uh dc league of super pets sure you know, i don't know if uh pinocchio would have driven kids to the theater but you know i mean they, they didn't really have anything else major for children at that time uh you know so they could have taken the gamble on it but uh to answer your question i guess i feel like without giving away too much of my thoughts i feel like i might have been more forgiving of this film because it was a disney plus original i think for me my expectations are already pretty low given everything outside of the stars and the director involved i was just kind of like well why is this one going to Disney Plus? Like, what's kind of the deal here? Why, why are we even making this movie? Like, what's the like incentive of it? Why are they keep Why they keep hiding the Pinocchio? Like, they didn't reveal like what Pinocchio looked like for a long time until like maybe like a couple weeks before the movie came out. And I was like, is this gonna look creepy? Is it gonna look weird? I don't know. And I think it was more watchable than I expected, which is not to say uh, a positive about the film or more that i think i just had such low expectations i was like okay for a disney plus thing i i was expecting something worse i think if i saw this in theaters i would have been a lot more uh openly critical of what i watched i don't know what i would have thought if i'd seen this in theaters but i mean i didn't know anything about this right i didn't know the cast so like when i was when i was finding out there was like this is going straight to disney plus my thinking was it was like it's tom hanks you know, they have somebody voicing Pinocchio who's probably going to be relative unknown. It's probably going to be a really tight cast. Probably not a lot of people, you know, in general. It's going to be very small, humble. It's like, okay, you know, you know, this is going to be like, not like a Pizza Dragon situation where that movie was like, that went to theaters. You know what I mean? Because it's just kind of funny when you think about, you know, a Pete's Dragon movie went to theaters. Uh, you know, David Lowry's, you know, Pete's Dragon, probably the best of these remakes. And yeah, I was going to Pin- say. Pinocchio went straight to Disney Plus. Have any so, of the other live action ones gone to Disney Plus straight? I'm going to say, I, I believe, it's funny you mentioned the David Lowery film, because I believe the next one he's doing, the Peter Pan Wendy film, is going straight to Disney Plus. I, I heard that they, they announced that on like D23 or whatever, they announced some info about it, and that is I think so. good. Um, but people are actually kind of like, hey, you know, like this, uh, this might have some life to it. Maybe. But I, I mean, I say all that to, like, Cynthia Revo is in this. Like Luke Evans, sure. you know, like th- this is this is a pretty decent cast. Like in terms Keegan of Michael like the people involved. Keegan Michael Key himself. Um so I'm a little bit like 
like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, it, it's like, what what's going on here? Like, there's no way that they probably expected. I mean, they were developing this before COVID. I mean, they were, you know, I think they had Tom Hanks attached like 2019, 2018, something like that. Mm-hmm. So like they had to have bigger expectations for this, right? I don't know. I mean, I feel like this movie being dumped on Disney Plus, and I say dumped only a sense of like, I don't think this was ever intended for theaters. Like, it's not like a Artemis Fowl situation where they had theater plans and then they put it on Disney Plus. I think this was always meant for Disney Plus, if I'm not mistaken. Well, I, but, I do remember there were people talking about because there was some scuttlebutt about Dumbo. You know, Dumbo didn't do so hot. And they okay. were kind of looking at like, well, if we do a Pinocchio movie, we're not going to put all our eggs into that because Dumbo flops so bad, you know? Yeah, which, I mean, I think we disagree on this. I think Dumbo is better than most of the recent Disney live action remakes that we've gotten in the past like three or four I'd, years. I mean, I don't know if I disagree. It's just like, what is low yeah, I mean, Like, it's right. Kinda... I mean, I, I know I'm not, this isn't like much of a competition I'm saying, but like. <laughs> Uh, I would say if I had to choose one where I'm like, okay, like at least that one, I remember enjoying something out of it because like, okay, this is clearly Tim Burton's Dumbo. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, you Aladdin is a movie where it's like, that's Guy Ritchie's Aladdin. You, you could tell me that and be like, how? How do you know that? Like, it's there's like one scene that has like kind of his style and that's it. <laughs> like everything in the else that movie, it could just been Sam from the, you know, Kmart directed that and I wouldn't make much of a difference as far as I can tell. Same goes for Lions King. That just feels like a, a, a demo reel, you know, it's well, like a tech let me, reel. Let me say this because, and by the way, I heard that like for Lion King, they're doing the Mufasa prequel, which. With Barry Jenkins directing. What's up with that? How? How? <laughs> Anyway, it's supposed to be um, like the Godfather. Apparently, that's what they they're comparing. It. Godfather Part Two, I should clarify. Okay, all right. I I heard a little bit of the premise, and I'm just like, no, Scar. Scar is all I care about. Scar is the best character from those movies. I don't understand why he keeps getting disrespected by the Disney Corporation. I I know why, but anyway, so, I feel like yeah. the Mufasa. Sorry, not to like uh, push this back, but I feel like the Mufasa thing is like this bit where like no one's saying psych yet. Like they keep being like, all right, yeah, you know, Barry Jenkins is directing uh, Lion King two, Mufasa story, whatever. Like, okay, yeah, say mm-hmm. psych. Yeah, no, we're making it right now. It's in pre production. Yeah, say psych. Yeah, I'm we're looking- getting cast together. Yeah, it's we're gonna start filming in about a month or two. Yeah, say yeah, psych. Yeah, sure, sure you are. Yeah, yeah, it has a release date for twenty twenty five. Yeah, sure, say psych. Yeah, we're at the red carpet right now, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, they show a different movie, of course. Um, so I'm looking at the full list of live action remakes. There is one. I knew there was one. I just could not remember what it was. It was Lady and the Tramp. That was the one that went straight to Disney Plus. And I think that was like the first like reaction to Dumbo, maybe, because like Disney Plus was pretty new at the time. It was like end of 2019. It was like right when it came, like Disney Plus happened. And I think that they were a little bit sour on Dumbo at that point. Um, maybe not. I mean yeah. it was pretty close. I mean Dumbo was like I mean, that year. Uh Lady and the Tramp, I was uh, did you ever watch that remake? No, I did not. I forget I wrote it. A- about it for cinema blend so i end up watching it for some reason or another and that's a film totally forgot about it. just came whoosh, of course went over my head don't well, remember more yeah, than three I things mean, about it i mean i'm looking at this list of movies most of these movies i say this with deep respect to people who have different tastes than me pure trash like trash up and down um there are a few movies i, I would pick out of here and i'd be like this one's okay you know in the okay category i have movies like christopher robin that's fine. Like, you know, I, I thought that was okay. Aladdin, I sure. thought it was okay. You know? No, I thought that sucked. I, I know, I know. But stick. I thought I thought it, it was a movie. It did stuff that was kind of fun here and there. Like what? Um, 
No, like the big the big sequence with the genie and the, the that you know when he slapped uh, the boulder rock. Um, anyway, okay, Maleficent. <laughs> I thought Maleficent was okay the first one. You know? um, yeah, yeah. I mean that one's interesting because it's like you know it's like a Disney's rape revenge film, which is very like bizarre. To there was say, something to but- it. Yeah, I mean, at least there's an angle to that one. There's something where it's like they're clearly doing, like you said, yeah, they're doing something with that yeah. one. I thought Cinderella was okay. A lot of people are like, I, I love the Cinderella one. Cinderella one's my favorite. I, it's not my favorite, but I'm like, yeah, you know, it's probably, I, I, probably it was okay. Probably my second favorite after Pete's Dragon, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, Pete's Dragon, it's not on this list, weirdly enough, which I, I don't know why they don't count it, but okay, sure. Uh, but yeah, Pete's Dragon, I think, is like quality wise, is the best one. But and I know we disagree heartily on this, but Cruella, love Cruella. I, it's one of my favorites of these. Jungle Book. Generally forgot that one too. I'm sure you did, but Cruella <laughs> and Jungle Book, those ones are the ones where I'm just like, these, these are movies to me. Like these are actually like, you know, they feel like I, I, I had an experience with them. I had, a, I had a really good time watching both of those. Uh, I mean, Cruella is, I think it's just okay. Uh, way too long, but has a good central performance. Love that uh, soundtrack. I I will say Jungle Book, it's fine. I feel like it got overhyped at the time, and that's why we had to bear the sins of the Lion King remake. Um, See, I disagree. But, I mean, we bear the sins of the Lion King remake, but I genuinely think Jungle Book was, like, really well done. Like, I think I think the hype one, I, you know, it wasn't for you, I guess, but, like, I, th- fine, I yeah, thought it was really, solid. it was nice. So, yeah, but look, Everything else on this list, I think, is just garbage. Like, I hate, I wish I could unsee these movies. I mean, Dumbo, okay, I'm not that mean to Dumbo. But Dumbo, genuinely, I thought was like, ugh. Like, uh I think I prefer Dumbo to Jungle Book, which I know is sort of blasphemous, but... You're uh, going to be you, man, and I, I appreciate you for that. <laughs> um, but, like, Maleficent, yeah. Mistress of Evil, like, what happened there? Beauty Honks and the new Beauty and the Honks Beast is new. genuinely, I think, like just insulting to everybody. Oh yeah, involved. yeah, that movie sucked. A- Alice through the Looking Glass. I I genuinely think that is just one of the weakest uh, sequels to like a movie. Like, well, it, it, it I genuinely like surprise. It makes the first one, Alice in Wonderland, which I did not like. It makes that one actually look better, which is. Oh, I got disagree. Something. I actually think that. Through Looking Glass is better. I could not than, disagree more than the the Tim Burton one. The Tim Lifeless. Burton one is, is like, well, so is the Tim Burton. Like the Tim Burton one is like a bottom three Burton film, and then Through Looking Glass is just sort of whatever. Which I, I guess in that case, I feel like whatever is less insulting to me than the Alice in Wonderland proper because it was just like that can, movie. You looks can put awful. both those movies in their own little category of like, no, thank you. Sure, I don't. I'm not going to vouch not. for either of them uh, outside of this context. The two that bug me the most, and they're not even necessarily the worst ones, but like they're the ones that I think betray the spirit of the original the worst, and that is The Lion King and Mulan. And like Mulan, the more time that goes by, the more I look at that movie and I'm just like, how do you not understand what was great about the original that hard? Like, how do you miss it that badly? And, like, I think there's so much weird stuff with the Mulan one in terms of, like, trying to appease a Chinese audience and trying to, like, you know, the compromise. It's, like, such an an epitome of compromising on art and creativity for commerce. Mm -hmm. Like, so egregious. Like, there's always an element to that. Like, we can't expect artistic puricism or whatever. But, like, that and Lion King, it's the same dang thing where they just do not have life. They're content. That's it. Mm -hmm. There's nothing to them yeah and it's sad because the talent there is like amazing 
and you want it to be part of something real and it's just not yeah i guess with mulan i I remember that was like one of the few disney live action remakes where i actually had not like expectations but like i had some hope for it i was like okay i can at least see what they're gonna do here it'd be really cool to get like a movie like a blockbuster the scale even if it is Mulan, a remake of Mulan, you know, it's not going to probably be better than it, but at least it's going to be something that maybe is comparable. And obviously, that's not the case. That in that movie, I agree with you. Like, anytime I remember, it's like, man, that was just like a just a letdown, really. Yeah, uh, I mean, and just completely misunderstanding what's great about that character, completely. And it came out like a wet fart, like just dumped on Disney Plus. You had to pay twenty bucks extra. To watch it, no yeah, one it wanted like to watch it that 2020, way. Right? It was like when Tenet yeah. was coming out. It was very odd. Yeah, yeah. People, and that was more fascinating to me because it was like, you know, at least when they put like the live action remakes in theaters, like okay, like I could watch the original, but at least I can understand the justification. Like this is mm-hmm. a new thing that's in theaters. I can justify seeing it in theaters or whatever. Uh, with Mulan, it's like they're on the same service, and you have to pay more for the live action remake, and it's worse. So, yeah, like, yeah. what justification did you have at the time to well, watch? What, like, literally, like we watched the we watched the new Mulan, like me and my my wife and her family. Right, right. after we were just like, we went straight to the other movie and started right. watching that because we just yeah. you know we're like, man, that movie was so much better. <laughs> but, right. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like, but they're gonna keep making these because these movies keep making bango bucks, you know. And uh, it, Pinocchio is an, an interesting case for that to me because it's like, that one's really going to Disney Plus, no extra fee and all that stuff. And there is not a single thing about this new Pinocchio that is different in a, in, in a better way. Like Yeah, not, I was going to say... Like, gen- they, like, there's nothing that they added that mm-hmm. was better. It's, yeah. it's not that like every single aspect of it is bad, but it's just like... The original has everything that the live action one has, but better. Or right. the same. I mean, it's a yeah. I mean, it's not quite as egregious as twenty nineteen like twenty nineteen Lion King. Lion King where, it's not shot it's, for shot, right? They right. add stuff. Yeah, or, there are yeah. a couple new characters, sure, and like they. Sure. But like the things that they change about this new Pinocchio, and I'm gonna get on my soapbox of it, is they make Pinocchio lame, like lamer, right? Like, you know how in the original Pinocchio, he's like a bad sure. kid and he's like doing bad stuff and he actually makes bad choices in this. They're so afraid of well, Pinocchio, yeah. like having agency and like being unlikable. Like, this is what I mean. It's just like everything is just content to these mm-hmm. creators now, like these people calling the shots and they just yeah. do not allow any sort of like artistic decisions to be made it's why i have like no faith whatsoever in like little mermaid or peter pan sure. and like snow white like i think they're gonna suck they're gonna suck because the people making them are just gonna be like they're, they're gonna have their hands tied by really dumb decisions that are at the top by people who don't know what they're doing uh i i will push back a little bit about the peter pan one only because lowry is directing it but fair the rest enough, of my I I, yeah. i'll be a little bit more hopeful about that but i just i don't want to get hurt again yeah but i i agree with as far as like that issue you have is didn't bother me as much, with the exception of one scene where I think it's absolutely the crux of why I think that th- the scene doesn't work. And I, I think you can assume which scene I'm referring to. In Pinocchio? Uh, or Yes, in Pinocchio, yeah. It's, I mean, there's, it's there's obviously... two that I'm just kind of like, like, I think the two main sequences in the movie, like uh, the Stromboli stuff and Pleasure sure. Island. Yeah, Pleasure Island is what I'm talking about. Where Pleasure, Pleasure Island is the worst is... of it. 
Yeah, and it's weird because like Pleasure Island is the only scene in this movie where it feels like Zemeckis like woke up. It was like, oh yeah, I'm directing a movie. And the production it's like, oh, design, my- I was like into it. I was just like, oh my gosh, they're making Pleasure Island like really come alive here. But that was yeah. kind of cool. But it wasn't better because Pinocchio himself is so inert right. in there. Like they completely mess up what makes that character work. And like, it's tough because there is a version of this movie where it works, where you do have like Pinocchio not being like as bad of a kid. But the problem is that the rest of the movie, like if you're going to make take that creative liberty, there needs to be other different choices made, but they don't like, it's too similar. Yeah. And then it's not similar anymore. And it's abrupt. And like, it's not cohesive at all. The character yeah, I arc mean, makes no mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Because all these stories are like these little vignettes are supposed to be Pinocchio learning lessons right. and like becoming a better puppet and being a boy because he's learning what it means to be a human and kind of recognizing like how he can kind of avoid these temptations, all this stuff. Right. But he, but he doesn't even have conflict with Jiminy Cricket. They don't even right. have a falling out or something. It's like doesn't, basic storytelling stuff. Yeah. So in this movie, like, yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's a, like a, like a test audience thing or what the problem is, but yeah, like the pleasure Island scene, in my opinion, just doesn't work at all because it's like, he's not tempted by anything. If anything, he's resistant to it. So it's like, why yeah. is he going to become a donkey? Well, he just didn't, and he didn't even want to go there in the first place. He's like, right. he's like, you know, being forced there. And it's just like, when you do that, like that's the strong bully stuff where he gets put in the cage and like, mm-hmm. right. And like, they even do the thing with the school where it's like, he actually goes to the school and it gets kicked out. Like <laughs> what? Yeah. In my letterbox well, review, I, I wrote and I stand by this that in this movie, Lampy was right. Lampy, yeah, Lampwick. Who's Lampwick? I, I'm trying to remember. Lampwick, who that is. Lampwick was Pinocchio's friend who was just like, yeah, let's blow up these clocks, let's have a good time. I, I was oh. on his side. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, I forgot mean, his, they gave him a name. His Brooklyn accent was a little distracting. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, like, that, that performance was, was bad. I felt like I feel like there's two. There, well, actually, I'd say three performances in this movie that I think don't work at all. He, that Hanks. kid is one of them. Yeah, Tom, Tom Hanks, Hanks I was going to say. I was going to say, you were given Tom Hanks grief for Elvis. He is much better in Elvis than he is in this. And I'll fight I'm gonna you have if you disagree. To, I think they're equally bad in both of these movies. At least, though, no. I, will give, I will give him this. At least in Elvis, he's awake. Like, he actually is like, you know, you, you get a sense that he actually wants to do the role that he's actively doing in that moment. Sure. I, in Elvis, and I can't believe I'm the one defending uh baz lerman's choices here but what here we go uh he's meant to be a character he's meant to be broad because we're seeing it through like you know the eyes of a guy who's being manipulated by him so it makes sense that he plays it that way oh sure it makes sense but it's still bad i think it works if if it if (laughs) i mean if someone other than baz lerman was directing that performance i don't think it would work but i think in under his vision for that project that he gave the performance that the director wanted. Like, for- you know, I love unhinged stuff and like that movie is unhinged and I love it for it. So we're not going to disagree that much on that. But yeah, but with the, yeah, his take on Geppetto, it's just nothing. Yeah. Just, yeah. Literally nothing. Like, it's a, it's an accent. It's a it's mustache. It's an accent that's not even consistent. It goes away. It's not, it, there's nothing that grounds a character. There's nothing to me. Like that's a character that gets scanned off even more than Pinocchio. It's just like, there's nothing like he doesn't get mad at Pinocchio for anything. He, he, he doesn't even seem like he really wants Pinocchio as much. Like he's just kind of like, yeah, I mean like, it'd be cool if I had a son. That'd be kind of neat. You know, it'd be well, nice. There's, there's you know? a whole backstory where apparently he did have a son. Right. Anani, and then you, there's like a tragic backstory. They add that to the movie. And again, it's like, it doesn't make the movie better. It's window dressing. Know? It's wait, yeah. It's just like sort of like adding a little bit of more context, but it doesn't make the movie better because like 
I can't buy the emotion of it. Like, I do not buy Tom Hanks genuinely believing that this kid is going to oh, replace sure. his dead kid. Right? Legit, I forgot that was even a thing that they Exactly. The, the movie. movie forgets. The movie <laughs> drops it. Yeah. There's so many things. Like, how do you not have Geppetto in the whale? Like, like well, you he do, is in the whale, but... But, yeah, like, it's... not, like, living there for, like, an extended period of time. Like, the, the fantastic sort of, like larger than life fairy taleness of the movies is gone because it it becomes literal but uh you there were other performances you said did not work for you well i mean that i mean i felt like those two performances and uh keegan michael key i just feel like that's more of a directing that's thing where I we think disagree. From him. that's where we just i actually think i, I, I think keegan michael key is kind of good in this uh, i just think he get he definitely has the worst material like he he has to like you know i think he's the only one who sells the puns funny what was that He's the only one who sells the puns. I think Joseph Gordon. Oh, I think his puns are. Uh, he, those are the moments I'm really squirming in my seat watching. Not only because not me. Obviously, I, I think like the Uncanny Valley it. stuff of the animations. Like I knew from the beginning, I was like, "This is the stuff I'm going to be dreading." Like the Uncanny Valley stuff with Honest John because it's going to look weird. That was the only stuff I liked. Oh man, wow! Like I'm like I'm not. I'm being real with you. Like whenever right. it was Honest John, Gideon doing their thing, you know, trying to seduce Pinocchio to the life of being an actor, I was like. Yeah, yeah, I'm in. Like, I this is I, this is the part I like. I mean, I I like the like Stromboli, like no strings on me and stuff. I think that's actually kind of fun. That's a cool sequence. Uh, yeah, and that's like one of the rare times where it's like, yeah, like Zemeckis can clearly direct a scene like that and have some visual flair and like have fun with it. But yeah, I just feel like I I generally don't know if he was asked to do this or if this was something he wanted to do. Zemeckis, if he wanted to do it, like, what was the incentive here? Like, I I just feel like there's nothing he really brings the project that's you know truly investing the material or trying mm-hmm. to give it new life it just seems like he's like interested from a pure technical standpoint like okay like can i bring pinocchio to live action or like he went to disney and was like yeah you know if, if there was one i would have to do in live action it's like pinocchio it's like oh you want to do pinocchio it's like yeah i guess yeah sure and they're like yeah here's 200 million dollars we're gonna put on disney plus on disney day or whatever and it's like just make it happen well i think he wasn't he was far from the first choice right because they wanted sam mendes and paul king on this really yeah they they were both like the first two directors that disney had in mind so it, it it is a little bit of a departure that they ended up with zemeckis at all but i honestly think that like i don't think any none of those act, uh, directors would have been good for this uh, i don't i think. mean well I think Paul King can, but he already did. It's Paddington. Like what? What? That's what else the thing. Is, he, is just like right. I feel like Paul King. It, it, I I don't think that the Paddington energy fits this material. This material is way too dark of an edge, and it's like not that he couldn't do it, but I just think that like it, I don't know if it fits his sensibilities. That said, I mean they sure. stand off the edges pretty bad in this as it is. I right. Mean, yeah. I, I I watched this movie and. Again, I, I agree with you to the point where it's like it's watchable. Like I'm not. It's not like I was watching this and just being like, "Oh, I hate my life." Blah blah blah. You know, I found it pretty boring. I found it to be a bit of a flat line. I wouldn't put it in like the Lion King and Mulan camp, where I'm just like, "This is like an egregious error." I just think that it's it's in like the lows. You know, it's there for me. It's like it's Beauty and the Beast level. It's Alice the Looking Glass. It's like there's these movies that like I didn't expect much from anyway. And yep. it's just sort of like, on the one hand with Pinocchio, like I, I think some people maybe look at it as more of an important movie because Disney, it was one of Disney's favorites. And like, I know that like When You Wish Upon a Star is such a big deal, but it's such a small, humble movie that you can get away with making a pretty weak Pinocchio movie. It's just, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. 
And I, we never even said the design of the puppet himself. I think it's okay. It, it looks like the original puppet. He moves around. It's you know, it's it's not convincing, but it's, you know, it's, it's it's safe. It's all safe. I mean, it's not terrifying, which is a huge compliment. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it is kind of like like it's not really interesting. I actually thought the design for Jiminy Cricket was a little bit more interesting in live action. Me than off a Pinocchio. Bit. It, it it does take a little bit to getting used to it. There is like that uncanny valley thing when he's like talking to the camera. And it's like, what are you? This is freaking me out a little bit. What are you doing? Yeah, I, mean, uh, I think I think everything with the cricket and and Joseph Gordon Levitt. I think it's all passable, but it, it never quite clicks for me. It never quite feels again. It just doesn't feel alive. That sure, yeah, it, better than yeah. Hanks in this. Yeah, no, that's where I agree. I, I don't know. I think he's like I think he's got the voice down pretty good, but it just feels mm-hmm. like he's doing an impression. Of the character, it doesn't really feel like he's playing Jiminy Cricket. Right, it feels exactly. like he's like, it's like, yeah. yeah, he's doing a pretty good impression of Jiminy Cricket. Like, yeah, but it's like, but what what else is there to it? Like, you know, it's a good good impression, but it's not a performance. Um, I was surprised that they they did as much from the original as they do. Like, they like the shadowy things, kind of like bringing in the. I know they kind of change that up a bit. You know, they make it less like of a race thing, but they kind of. I didn't think they were going to do the donkey thing as like similarly as like the original does, and. I was wondering if like Monster would really be a huge whale. He wasn't quite that big, but like, like I honestly, I'll tell you this, Will, because you, you, you know, I, I asked you, I was like, when are we gonna get to Honest John? I didn't actually think they were gonna have Honest John and Gideon in this. Like, I thought like they were just gonna get, they were just gonna like kind of maybe take that stuff out and sort of like if, or maybe have Honest John, but it's like actually Keegan Michael Key, you know? Like that's, that's why I the thought Fox they thing. were. Yeah, I thought they weren't gonna do the Fox thing. I give this movie a little bit of respect because they, they did it. They, they, you know, Hey, live action remake. We're actually going to, you know, live action remake it. Sure. But figure out the cat, figure out the cat. Okay. For many years. Here we go. Yeah. 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 It's been one of my favorite, if not my favorite Disney character. He's fun. He, he's mm-hmm. cute. Relatable. He's yeah. important to me. He's your spirit animal. He's my spirit Disney. Disney plush. Yeah. Yeah. You know, all of his expressions, like if, if you've ever been like, you know what, what does John, you know, not just what I look like, but like, what what's it like? Like, what is the essence of John? Sure. Figaro. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I saw this movie before you did. Uh, not really like by choice, just kind of worked out that way. And I debated being like, should I tell John about what how they do Figaro dirty? And I'm like, you know what? Some things he just has to figure out for himself. I'm not going to. I'm not going to bear this bad news. He's just going to have to experience it on his own. Yeah, I mean, Figaro doesn't... It looks like the animation is much cheaper for Figaro than the other CG characters. Uh, he often feels like an afterthought in a lot of I was going to say the exact word afterthought. Like, him and Cleo. They both get disrespected here. Um, I know a lot of people have been like, oh, the clocks. The clocks of a bunch of Disney movies. I didn't care. Whatever. Like, people have been complaining of like, oh, it's Woody from Toy Story and a clock. It's like, sure. That's, uh, what do you expect? Like, well, how's that uh, okay. the Pixar theory? I mean, it's all, it's all BS, <laughs> isn't it? I mean, like, oh, Woody, wow. Woody was in the 1950s. <laughs> like, what, this movie, like, Pinocchio's in the 19th century. What are we doing? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Nothing yeah. matters. It's magic. Sure. Oh boy. Um well look forward to the new book. I really I don't get like <laughs> all the characters, like why Woody? Why Toy Story? Why not just do like well, they Tom have Hanks, uh, right? I, I, I guess. It. Yeah. But you already have Tom Hanks right there. Why do you have to it's too much. 
It's just a nod. I mean, it's the same reason that they have Roger Rabbit in this. Like, why is Roger Rabbit and Jessica Rabbit in this? Because Robert Zemeckis made the movie. It's like when yeah. they had Back to the Future and the DeLorean and Welcome to Marwin. It's like, yeah, I guess we can, so why not? Were, were those like, his well, demands to make the movie? Like, why did we have I don't to? Know. I don't know. I that's what that's why I don't get yeah at this point like I feel like Zemeckis is kind of like uh he's out to lunch a little bit at this point like he's kind of gone gonzo mode as a director like I don't think he really has figured out like his purpose anymore like it just seems like he's kind of working to work Mm. and I think part of it might be because of the uh response to welcome the Marlon, which I think was maybe more of a personal film that was his blank check you know and and people weren't into it you know they were like it yeah it's it is a bad film i'm not gonna justify it i'm not gonna say it works it it was a huge disaster it's a mess but at least with that film it's like okay if we're gonna get a bunch of movies like pinocchio and the witches because we didn't see welcome the marwin or didn't support welcome the marwin that's like okay then maybe we we are at fault because at least that was a film where it's like clearly this is zemeckis at the helm and like i i respect that this movie feels more indebted to Zemeckis than um, than The Lion King, than Aladdin, than Beauty and the Beast. Like it, it's clearly Zemeckis making these choices. A lot of them are bad, but he clearly made them, sure. uh, which I I think makes it comparable to Dumbo. In that, like, okay, like it's it's clearly like C level Zemeckis, but at least it's Zemeckis. But I just at don't the same like this time, trend for Zemeckis. Right, you know, well, that's you what I'm getting C level. Yeah. Okay, yeah, right. Yeah, Be- I just because, think yeah, I just don't yeah, go get where he's going at this point. I just don't like see what's driving him anymore beyond the doing the special effects. It gives me that kind of queasy feeling when a Christmas Carol came out. It's just like, yeah. are you just doing this so you can make the Uncanny Valley movies, or you do you want to tell this story in a unique way? It just feels like he doesn't. He needs another flight. He needs something to kind of like give him uh, like direction again. I don't that know what that th- is. Same, that was the thing with the walk, right? Like the walk was more about just the effects. It was more about that entire sequence. Yeah, you know? I like the wasn't it? Well, that's but, the thing. It's but, like, it's not an unlikable movie, but it's just, it doesn't feel like he made it for like a story purpose. It was more just about, you know, I guess welcome to Marlon was uh, that, but like, no, I, I think the walk is more personal than you're giving credit, but it is, it does feel like he is kind of interested in the tech aspect. Like, can that's he recreate? I think that's like um, a mix of the two. I, I think it's an interesting case. Uh, but yeah, I, I like the witches. I generally don't know, like even like two years after, like what what was his intent with that film? I barely remember I don't know. it. I, I think that right. was just like a paycheck movie for the guy. And I, right. I think Pinocchio is as well. I don't think, right. I don't know anything else he has coming up. Um, uh, he has a movie called Here that's supposed to star Tom Hanks and Robin Wright. Sure. And it's like, like a 20 year story all told from like the same room, which sounds pretty interesting. Okay. Like I if, mean, if, yeah, I'll, I know he's executive produced sure. some shows and stuff. Like I know, uh, one of the big ones was manifest, but well, he did, uh, what, what if, was that Apple TV plus movie? That was pretty good that he produced. Um, Finch. He produced that. Yeah. Oh, no, I guess so. Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't realize he was a producer for that one, but yeah, sure. that was pretty good. I, you know, well, that, great, I got but... a little confused because I know he produced Real Steel, but I was like, wait, that's that's 2011. <laughs> so <laughs> um, different man gets upset robot movie. Yeah, I, I think I think he's been burned quite a bit when it comes to produce because didn't he also produce uh, Mars Needs Moms and you know? I, Ooh, yes, he did. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Mars really needed did. those moms. Well, yeah, that killed uh, his uh, Yellow Submarine movie. And uh, I think, like, I, I mean, the guy has made some terrific, obviously, like, 
Back to the Future, one of the great trilogies. Who Framed Roger, Roger Rabbit, one of the all-time one great of my, movies. Yeah, one of my favorite movies of all time, Who Framed sure. Roger Rabbit. Yeah. Forrest Gump, I mean, if you're a baby boomer, I mean, you've probably watched that movie thousands of times. Um, I like Contact. I, you know, Castaway was a formative experience for me, you know? I think, because uh, I saw that in the theater when I was 10. You know, and it was one of the first times I watched a movie in a theater, and I was like, wow, you know, like, adulthood <laughs> i don't know like I, I remember like watching that movie and just i had to like cover my eyes during like the the airplane mm. sequence because i was just like yeah scary um yeah. and then polar express you know he he made like a modern kind of christmas favorite right um i don't know that, I, that movie i don't know if that no good, good that movie really holds up but you know it doesn't okay. <laughs> i only saw beowulf <laughs> the once which i have no interest in ever rewatching. and i, I only yeah. saw christmas carol once i think it just you know i don't know CG movies back in those days. I don't know. It was it was a different time, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I remember liking Beowulf as a teenager, but I feel like if I watch it now, I'm just going to be distracted by the dated CG. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I don't know that how actor well that a lot. ages. That was that actor from uh, King Arthur and, and, and Ray Winstone. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always wish that like he you know like while watching Beowulf, I was just like ah, I just want this to be like live action. You know, like he's such a cool he has such a cool like presence. But anyway. Well, I mean, I don't know if you've, you've seen Ray Winstone, right? He doesn't look like Beowulf. I'll just put it that way. Not anymore, I guess. Huh? I mean, oh, well, yeah. Not, Beowulf, not even when they made it. He that's didn't look true. Like that. Fair. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, but yeah, Zemeckis made a Pinocchio movie. Weird. Um, it's not a great movie. I, I didn't like the all the random stuff, like that new character, Sabina, with like the Fabiana, and the, there's this puppet that she had. And I, I thought it was really awkward. It was weird. Yeah. I, I, it was like, are they trying to establish a romance for Pinocchio? Yeah. I and mean, <laughs> he's kind of being like catfished a bit. Is he, is he attracted to the puppet? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think he wants to do things with that puppet. Um, the care, I think like that was one of those things where, well, when we get to the point where she's just like, and we're planning to take over Stromboli's business. And I was just like, does show not tell not mean anything anymore? <laughs> like one of the most egregious, like lampshading, sure. like girl boss taking over from Stromboli. Stromboli, you're canceled. Um, <laughs> I genuinely like. Look, these movies can get keep getting made. I have no issue. Like they they can exist. I don't have to like them. Some people can like them, and that's their right. Sure. I just there's just something that I think bothers me innately about the fact that other movies don't get to be made because this they're the resources that go to this and yeah like movies with like actual vision like sure. movies that people are making because they actually want to say something not because they want to cross things off of a checklist you know yeah and it just makes me sad it makes me sad for Cynthia Erivo because she kind of just destroys in a good way when you wish upon a star. And I'm just like, I, I'm listening to that, and I'm like, you deserve so much better than this movie right now. Uh, where did you stand on the kaiju whale? I was so checked out. Like, the last the last 20 minutes of this movie, I was just done. I, I was just like, you know, it, it, I, the Pleasure Island stuff really soured me on everything. Like, all the goodwill I had left. And then, when you, by the time we get to, like, it, it's already kind of awkward in the original, where it's just like, Pinocchio made it back and he's like where's mm. my papa and then there's like he went out looking for you and True. they have to like go find him and then he gets underwater and it's just like 
I think the movie, like the script itself, like the the original loses steam in that point anyway. So I think for this movie, it's even worse. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the, I mean, they make some choices with the whale. Like they give it like, they turn it into the monster from the host, which is kind of weird to me. Is that what they I did? I don't know. They don't gave remember. it tentacles. Those were tentacles? I thought they were just yeah. fins. No, like they, it has like tentacle stuff now. It's weird. I totally missed this. I must yeah, have stopped paying just, attention. I, I don't know. I mean, that scene was so bizarre. I couldn't stop paying attention for that. I, I, I was checked <laughs> back in. I was okay, like, "What are we right. doing here?" I mean, that's what I mean. It's like Zemeckis clearly is making choices. Like he's not just like doing the whale stuff over all over again. But like, it's like, sure. why are we making these choices? Like, what's is that better or worse than just? A director doesn't make choices. I don't know, but I mean, it makes me more interested in okay. it. But like, I hear you on that. I, but like, I just don't. Yeah, I don't. I, I really just don't know what's going on with Zemeckis at this point. He's, he's out to lunch. I think he just doesn't. Mm. He just doesn't really have a drinking too uh, much root beer. Uh, maybe. I, I think, you know, <laughs> I, he, I, I can't get over the fact that Pleasure Island looks as good as it does in this movie. Uh, I think it looks kind of garish and gross. I think it looks fun. I'm gonna go. Yeah, it looks I wasn't too about it. fun. It it generally like it should be darker. It shouldn't look like a fun amusement park. It should look a little yeah. bit like ratchet, you know. It's also yeah, a, bit, I, a little I bit too know. crisp and clean. Yeah, it just looks like this weird amusement park place. Which it, I guess it just all look. It looks like it's all. It looks like um, what's that video game where you build roller coasters? Oh, roller coaster tycoon. Yeah, it looks like it's something from Roller Coaster Tycoon. Okay. I don't know. Um, what is Luke Evans doing? I don't know. In this movie. Like, why Luke Evans? Because he was in Beauty and the Beast. It's such a small part, though. <laughs> like, I don't know. He has, like, four lines. I do appreciate, too, like, they don't they don't try to, like... Because they, they retcon the Stromboli stuff in this movie. But they don't, like, try to retcon the, like, the donkey stuff. That's just unresolved. Yeah, he gets away with it still. Which I'm just like, yeah, sweet. That's kind of what makes the original Pinocchio kind of fun. That it's the darkness goes a little bit unpunished. It has a little bit of a Game of Thrones vibe to it in some points. You say he only has four lines, but he has a whole song. We can talk about the original songs in this. Isn't that like really quick, though? I mean, I don't know. I feel like it barely registered for me. Uh, all the original songs in this movie are god-awful. Like, um, impressively bad. The new songs. I'm trying to remember any of them. That's what um, I mean. They're, they're, they, don't, they don't stick to your brain. They're like just happy. They just dissolve. Yeah, they do. <laughs> They're just huh? there like, to add time. Because I'm trying to think, like the the songs. Oh yeah, I guess does uh, not Stromboli get a song, but like Fabina gets a song. I guess I think. Yeah, she gets a song. Uh, Geppetto does he kind of sing? Yeah, at one Ge- point? yeah. Geppetto got a song when Pinocchio came alive. He was just like, I got a son. It's cool. My son died. <laughs> um, <laughs> My son died. I had a wife. Yeah, yeah. He mourns his son more than his wife. That's just yeah. Um, but I mean, some of I mean the songs that they like. We already talked about the "I've Got No String" sequence was pretty cool. Fine, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and Cynthia Revo crushes it. But uh, actors like sure, for me, I know you didn't like the Honest Gideon stuff, but like I had that, I had that in my my head today. Like it was stuck in my head a little bit. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I didn't, I guess compared to some of the other things in the second half, it doesn't bother me as much. But I just didn't like the jokes with uh, Keegan Michael Key. I thought they were all cringy. I thought Chris Pine was cringe. I thought the influencer joke was cringe. The, cr- the Chris Pine joke. I again, I think it's Key. I think Key sells it 
It should it, for anybody else. I, I I think I would have just been like, I'm going home. Um, cringe. But I think that cringe. it's the delivery. I don't know. I'm, I I'm, I love Keegan Michael Key, Key, but I I thought that was all cringe. I kind of want an honest Gideon, or sorry, honest John and Gideon spinoff. I like Gideon was cool. I I thought Gideon was fun. Gideon's relatable, you know. He's like sure. If there's like two guys who do every podcast, right? It's like yeah, they are the the Jay and Silent Bob for times. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Yeah, I should have I should have in this chat named my I I named myself John Hanks. I should have been Honest John. Yeah, sure. I thought you were gonna do that, and I was like, okay, yeah, sure, John Hanks. I I thought you were subverting the obvious thing, but yeah, you know, makes sense. Sure. Uh, Well, I'm not. Um, I should have been Johnist John. Right. Sure, John. John. Uh, <laughs> John is Tom. Yeah. Um, uh, you how'd you else? feel about? Oh yeah. How'd, uh, you how'd you feel about Doctor Melfi the Seagull? Oh yeah, I totally forgot this. <laughs> there's a Seagull character in this. Sophia. What yeah, was that about? Uh, I I don't know. I, yes, there's a there's a Seagull in the movie who helps us get who basically helps fill in a few plot contrivances and gets characters to other places without it being as awkward as the original okay all plot devices what are you gonna do sure i don't know i just no thought thoughts. it was weird a lot of things in this movie are weird i think the voice of pinocchio way. is about right like kind of sounds oh, i agree kind of sounds like the original he's kind of doing his yeah. own thing with it sure it's good enough uh, yeah no i was actually gonna say that i'm glad you brought that up because i was i feel like people are Dunk on this movie, we we've been pretty critical of it, but I thought no fault should be directed that kid. I thought he gave no. an honest and goodness good performance. Yeah. You would have to listen to this entire all the way through just to get to that part. <laughs> Ain't no strings um, on me. Yeah, I I got nothing else for this one. It's it's Pinocchio. I mean I critics have had their knives out for this, I'm sure. Um and I I've saw like people on Letterboxd just you know, giving it one star, one star. Okay. You know, it I'm not I'm not going to bat for this movie, but I think to me what makes this a bad movie is in a lot of ways isn't the movie itself. It what it's what gets movies like this made is more what I take issue with than the final product. I think people tried. Like they kind of they, you know, within the limitations that were set and it could have been way worse. Um yeah. I don't want to fixate on the final product. I want to fix on fixate on like where we're at as a society where this movie happens. Yeah, I mean, I'm more caught up in the Zemeckisness of it, I guess, just because, like... He's such a question mark really, at the moment. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, he's always been, like, kind of erratic already as a filmmaker, so I'm, I'm not, like, trying to say, like, this is, like, a like uh, a new kind of low for him or anything. Like, he's always had his ups and downs. Like, I'm hoping he, he rebounds or something, but, yeah, I just don't really know what's driving him at this point as a filmmaker. It just seems like he, he like, has his toys he wants to play with with CGI, and I don't, I don't know if he really got what he wanted out of this movie or not. I mean, I just don't really well, know what his intent was. Do you think it's inevitable... It? That we have a Back to the Future legacy sequel. I'm honestly surprised we haven't done something with that, and I feel like it has to be because Semekis and uh, I forget the other screenwriter's name, but they're very protective of it, and understandably so. Yeah, but Bob I am. Gale. It does. What was that? It's Bob Gale, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, it's Bob Gale. But I keep, 
I, I feel like we're mere days or mere years or months away from like Phil Lore and Chris Miller being like, we're going to revitalize the Back to the Future franchise or something. It's going to probably happen. I bet. I'm not saying I, it's I bet they be pitched bad. everything. I bet they've 21 jump streeted it. They're like, well, we could do a Cobra Kai version of Back to the Future. You know, we could do a Force Awakens Back to the Future, I'm sure. Sure. I don't know. I just hope Zemeckis has one more good movie in him. That's all I hope. Yeah, he just needs to go back to the past. <laughs> yeah. Find out. Uh, yeah. Know, make some contact with what lies beneath before he casts away his... Keep going. His uh, <laughs> used cars. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I want to hold your hand. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right, so... Beowulf. That's Pinocchio. Um <laughs> Welcome to Pinocchio. Um, it's on Disney Plus now. Uh, it's only 105 minutes, uh, which, you know, it should have been shorter, actually. 105 minutes, that's an 80-minute movie, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like it's, it's a lot of filler, and I don't really know why there's so much filler in it, but it's kind of caught in that weird catch-22 that a lot of these live-action remakes are in now, where it's like, they can't just do entirely the same thing, because like, well, why did you make the movie? But, you know, they can't do it too different if it's something beloved like this because then people are going to get upset so it is in this weird position where it's like try and do some new things but not too new that's why i like because at least it was about it was a different story it was you know as a prequel it was you know i think like for me the most interesting things about these old disney movies tend to be the villains the villains are fun like little mermaid should be about ursula and lion king should have been about scar all yeah i don't know I don't know why we're not... If we're going to do Hunchback of Notre Dame... Actually, that's a little different. <laughs> I mean, he's an awesome villain, but I don't... You know. Well, aren't they doing Hunchback? They're doing Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, Lilo and Stitch is coming up, and like... Lilo and Stitch, I think, is one of the exceptions, right? But uh, yeah, they're doing Hunchback. I, I think... Um, uh, the, I, I think... I don't remember who the director is supposed to be. I don't know if they picked a director for it yet. But, I don't know uh, if they did. Isn't Josh Gad supposed to be... Quasimodo? I don't know. I don't know if they picked, if they've like, I know they have like a screenwriter and I think Josh Gad is like part of it. Like I thought he was producing it, but I don't know if he's like, yeah, you know, an actor in it. They're doing, uh, Hercules. Doing Hercules. The, Ru- the Russo yeah. brothers are doing that. They're doing producers. another Jungle Book, another Aladdin. Um, Corell obviously is going to get another one. They're doing a Tinkerbell thing, which I think is probably going to be huge. I think like, I, you know, the Robin Hood one, I forgot about that. Um, I actually think that one could be kind of fun. But see, that's the thing is like, if they lean into like, I don't know. Wait. Hmm? I thought you hated Robin Hood. The animated one? No, not the, like, just is like, I thought you had the same issue with that as you did with like Peter Pan, where you just feel like people don't do good stuff with it and you're tired of seeing all these movies about. Well, I think like, Robin Hood. if you do the thing that Robin Hood did in the seventies with like the animals, I think it has a chance of like kind of being fun and interesting. Um, so I'm a little bit more hopeful for something like that because that's one of the better yeah. like Robin Hood's like attempts or like recreations because I think John. doing it with animals like I think what we've we've gotten the Russell Crowe we've gotten the Taron yes. Egerton it, those movies were just like trying to make Robin Hood like epic and awesome which I don't think Robin Hood as a story is epic and awesome if we do the animal thing though we're getting in some dangerous waters because that's going to be inviting like the uh, like uh an onpouring of like furry outrageousness that's gonna and i have nothing against the furries i'm i'm you know it's just good marketing at this point but yeah i mean it's just it's gonna be a wild wild time 
and I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm ready for that to happen to pop culture. <laughs> yeah, I could I could uh, definitely see that. Yeah. Um, do you know um, what the uh, the most successful of these movies has been at the box office, like worldwide? Isn't it Alice in Wonderland? It is not. Is it Beauty and the Beast? It is. Or no, sorry, yeah, it's not. It's not. It used to be. Oh. oh. Is One it movie Lion King? It. it is Lion King. Hmm. Lion King made $1.6 billion. Yeah. Yeah, sounds goes, about right. It goes Lion King and then Beauty and the Beast, which is like not that far away. It's like $1.2 billion. And then um, Aladdin. Aladdin barely more than Alice in Wonderland. Those are the ones that have made like a billion or more, uh, which is pretty wild. It it is wild that that movie made a billion dollars and left no footprint on pop culture or any culture. Like it it just ceases to have any impact at all. Yeah. And people say like that about Avatar. And it's like, I watch How To with John Wilson. That's not true. There are people who clearly love Avatar. Sure, sure. That sequel is probably going to do pretty well. Like that's left an impact. Maybe not a huge one, but an impact. Lion King 2019, nothing. It's dust. It it is, yeah, never more. (laughs) All right. Well, let's play the Rotten Tomatoes game. It's a long conversation about Pinocchio, but I guess we it was more of a conversation of a lot of other things, wasn't it? (laughs) We we found ways to not talk about Pinocchio for a lot of that, huh? Um, sure. Let's figure out what we're going to talk about next week. Will there are two movies? No, uh, two big Rotten ones. Game? Sorry, three, three big ones. There's Pearl, The Woman King, and Clerks Three. Am I yes. missing anything? Uh, Do Revenge is coming to Netflix. Uh, there's Moon Age Daydream going to IMAX. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but Blonde, uh, Blonde is hitting limited release. Is that? Playing near you? I don't know if that's playing. Near I don't know me. if it's playing near me, but we could be get. I got invited to a couple screenings, but not in San Francisco. Oh, well, la di da. <laughs> well, yeah, it's just like New York, LA, which like cool. I'll be right there. Yeah, yeah. I want to see that in theaters really, really bad, but I don't know if that's going to be an option for me unless I go to New York City. Yeah, you're closer to New York City than I am close than I am as close to. Uh, LA. I'll That's tell you that. It's still like six hours away from me. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's the same because, like, for me, LA is six hours. I, I thought New York was a little closer. I was like four. Uh, it's at least five. Wow. Sorry to hear that. Uh, um, I think maybe, yeah, maybe like four. I don't know. I, I, it's been a while since I've been there. I don't have much interest in Clerks 3, like watching it because it's been so long since I saw the first Clerks. I never saw the second one. And so I feel like I'd have to watch three movies. Snoochie Boochies. I, uh, I, Pearl, I'm pretty interested in. I'm in the mood for a good horror movie. I missed Barbarian. Well, I'm hoping to catch up on it. Woman King looks pretty rad. I was going to say, I figured Woman King would be our main review, but I am seeing Clerks 3 on Sunday. See, I, I want to I do a double whammy. I want to I try to catch Pearl and the Woman King because I want to decide between the two. I think they both look good. I don't know when I'm going to be able to see pearl but i i was planning to see the woman king this weekend but i do want to see both if you'd rather okay. do pearl over the woman king that's fine with me see that's the thing i i was supposed to watch both movies last week missed both of my screenings um so if we had to decide i would go with the woman king uh, because we already watched x earlier in the year so i feel like okay you know 
how different is it? But uh, Woman King, you know, I I feel like we, that could be pretty like uh like it's it looks like a good action movie. I I don't know for sure though. I don't, I don't know if I'm misspeaking. I mean, on what kind of movie? The it TIFF is. reviews were good. Yeah, it's getting good noses. I wasn't wild about the old guard, but I like it's, I it's Gina I Price. Gina Price. Uh, what's her last name? Uh, Gina Prince Bythewood. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Gina Prince Bythewood. Yeah, Love and Basketball. Quite a good film. Um. Oh, sorry. We were supposed to play the Rotten Tomatoes game, but I got caught up on like what we're talking about. I was week. asking you about that. And you were just like blonde. I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Well, let's play the Rotten Tomatoes game for Pinocchio. I just already wanted to move on, I guess. Um, oh, I accidentally brought up the Pinocchio that Guillermo del Toro did. Oh, another still. That kind of yeah. looks interesting. I I'm excited for that. I honestly am excited. All right, but I want the other 2022 Pinocchio movie. That's right. Tom Hanks. Here we go. All right, yeah. well, we have 138 reviews counted. What is your guess for the Rotten Tomato score for Pinocchio? Uh, I'm going to say 42%. That's high, higher than I thought you would give. You're pre- you're pretty off on this one. It's 28. Oof. Yeah. Audience. I think critics score. were kinder to this one. Um, audience. I'm gonna say 34. percent That's spot on. Where? What the hell? Whoa. <laughs> How well, did you do boy. that? No idea. <laughs> you were like 40 points off on like the other one, and then you're like, oh, it's 34.12 exact. Yeah. Okay, nice. You know, some some moments I'm down and some moments I'm up. That's how this game works. It's actually, you know, there's 38 fresh reviews and 100 rotten. 38, you know, hey, uh, 38 ain't zero. There's some people really liking this. I'm kind of just like quickly scrolling through and I don't recognize any of these people uh, except for Corey Woodruff. Corey Woodruff gave it a positive review on Rotten Tomatoes. What do you, what yeah, do you I remember do about he that? said he liked the film. Well, we should have we brought him on. Um to try to you know like make his case but okay uh let's go to letterboxd now we don't have a cinema score for this because it didn't go to theaters of course uh, which makes it you know next to the lady and the tramp is like one of the weakest or like you know the least successful of these movies i guess by the fall enough yeah exactly <laughs> um pinocchio see the see the child god didn't create i'm just looking at the poster um wait is that does that actually come up when you google it no no I i'm just say, looking at i'd be really surprised right if that the tagline yeah. on letterbox is pretty weak it's just the timeless classic yeah. usually they're more clever than that uh but i guess you know it's, it's a sign of the rest of the movie i guess uh okay yeah. so my tagline was better humble brag what was your tagline see the child god didn't oh yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> everybody liked that better uh so we have twenty five thousand watches on letterbox that's pretty low wow um what do you think the average rating is between zero and five? Uh, 2.4? Yeah, not that off. It's 2.1, even lower. Oof. Yeah, that's pretty bad. That's low. Um, I'm seeing like truly pitiful stuff. I can't believe how bad this is. Uh, the second film of the year where Tom Hanks plays a European caricature alongside an exploited puppet. That was my favorite. Yeah, that's um, a good one. Yeah, there's some good ones here. Um, uh, yeah, yeah the, the blank check review is going to be interesting for this. I one. checked how much time is left in the movie at least once per minute. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I, I genuinely did that, too. Um, okay. Uh, and, yeah, I'm looking at, like, people I follow on Letterboxd, uh, friends of the show. Yeah, besides Corey, uh, I don't see any other friends of the show who logged it here. So, like, except for Matt Serafini. And what did Matt say? Matt said... Decided to celebrate Disney Plus Day by watching the new Pinocchio live-action remake. 
Here are my loose and unorganized thoughts I wrote while watching. Is this thing really shot for shot? What is the point of this? This is capitalized. Robert Zemeckis made Back to the Future. Tom Hanks is his old buddy. <laughs> You're going to make a live action movie and not make live action cuckoo clocks. I did think that was weird too. Why didn't, why did they use CG for that? Ugh. I won't read the whole didn't thing. They, you like, can follow Matt on uh, letterbox.com. Didn't they have like CG like extras too in the movie? Like there's Probably. like a lot of stuff in this movie. I watched it on CG. an iPad. I couldn't tell. Everything looked blurry right. and fuzzy. I was say it just, there's a lot of stuff in this movie. I remember being like, why is this? CG, like, like just stuff that didn't need to be CG was CG. It's like, why? We didn't need an origin for Pinocchio's name. Pine? Pinocchio? Shut up. All right. Well, that'll do it for this week's episode of Cinemaholics. Um, unless you had something ain't, else, Will. Well, all I was going to say is there ain't no strings on me. You already said that earlier in the program. Oh, I, it bears repeating. Oh, hey, guys. Hey. Nick. Hey, you're back. I'm sorry to barge in like this. Oh, boy. Dude. Do you guys have any, uh, you guys have any uh, popsicles? Hmm. I, I, oh, sorry, Mickey, I don't... Oh, no. Well, I guess I gotta take care of this. He look. he's kind of sweaty. Well, sorry to hear that. Um, well, anyway, from the Internet California, I'm John Negroni. And from the Internet Pennsylvania, I'm Washington. Haha! <laughs> from a meth den in downtown Burbank, California, I'm Mickey Mouse. Uh, Jeez. See you next time. Yeah, oh, boy.